and I'm so willing to just fly over and just fly her to another country to get an abortion. But yeah. I don't want to do it because I'm just so nervous that I fly over. I'm just stuck there in Istanbul because she's so hard to reach. In this F Boys in Recovery, we have a special guest that I assume will be here most of all guests ever. You will be Omega Recurring. Oh, that sounds good. Because he's the co-founder of my company. He is by far the number one biggest dating coach in any Dutch-speaking country. Which is like a few million people. Like <laughs> big. <laughs> no, it's still like about 30 million. Yeah, yeah. It's like, uh, the language is like yeah. 25 million. But uh, he he's just very humble. He comes on national TV, on national radio shows, spitting dating wisdom. We built TexGod together. And um, you have a lot of degenerate stories, and that's why you're here. Oh, yeah. Well, I was thinking, like, I'm probably, like, the most in-recovery person on this podcast. Fuck, that is true. Actually, that's how I wanted to um, introduce you, because it's F-Boys in recovery. You're Omega... Ah, I'm not sure if you're 100% recovered, but you're in an exclusive relationship for already a few years. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a bit over two years now, so... Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah, I try, I try, I try. Yes. <laughs> Pussy. <laughs> <laughs> See, hey. Uh, Sometimes it just comes out, man. Yeah, yeah. I know. It's so annoying. I was in the bakery ordering a croissant this morning and I was like, yeah, could I have one cross pussy? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was dick sucking. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, yeah. Wait, who have I had here? Alex and Sven. Yeah, you're the most recovered one. Yeah, I thought so. Right, yeah. Congratulations if you're proud of it. <laughs> <laughs> But um, I want to talk about your most degenerate story ever, which is the one where you had the you threw the napalm on the girl and then uh and then you you remember yeah yeah i think it was termite termite yeah. yeah could you tell the story yeah well i mean it's it's a long time ago it's like vietnam um, <laughs> <laughs> so i didn't prepare any questions or anything i was like I'm just putting down in the story. He has a lot of degenerate stories, so the podcast is successful by default. Yeah, well, I, I have a few. I mean, uh, like, I don't know how t how degenerate should we go. Like, is there a build-up or just anything random? Um, I want to make the the last three podcasts were quite long. I want this one shorter. So, fuck the build-up. Let's go. Good one. Okay. Ooh, can we do the one with the pregnant girl? Well, it's one of the few things I didn't do. I didn't fuck a pregnant girl, I think. Oh, I mean, the one you made pregnant. Oh, that's fucked up. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, we can get into that one. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty generous. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot about that. So, yeah, we're walking the street in Kiev. I make eye contact real quick with a girl, and she's like, quite far away. I don't know, like a... All across the, the hall. And we're moving, I think, already I to... I think I was there, or not. Yeah, with in Jonah, his, for sure. In his underground mall. Yeah. Yeah, with our camera guy. Yeah. Maybe uh, JC, too, but I don't think so. Anyway, she was there. Yeah, I make, I make eye contact, and I always have this rule. If she's cute enough, and I make eye contact, and she gives me this look, I have to approach. So yeah. she gives me the look, I go over, chit-chat, number, like one minute conversation, and... and You know, I go, I think the same night or the day afterwards, we have this uh, birthday party, you know, and it's drinking cocktails. So it's uh, our camera guy, his business partner. Oh, um, another. Uh, it was a birthday party of one of their crew, right? Yeah, JC. Oh, I remember with this hookahs and. Yeah, with the hookahs. Yeah, they always do these 
not hookers. Yeah, hook water pipes or what? yeah, 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 hookah. Shisha, shisha. Yeah. So we're yeah. So that's the next day. I invite her over. I'm like, hey, it's this birthday party. We're all together. You're there with your girlfriend. Yeah. Uh, we're like in a group of seven, eight, and we're talking. And it turns out like this is like the dumbest idiot I've probably ever dated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll just say it. Like, and no, she was uh, she was just an idiot. Like, yeah, sorry for saying it, but it was insane. Like, I I couldn't understand anything she was saying like it was so hard to get any information out of her like no. after 20 minutes of conversation i still couldn't get a clear answer like of where she's from and but she was this like, was oh, the first I'm like date. half this half that i'm like yeah but where were you born and it was just all very unclear yeah it was first the first date, date right yeah yeah okay first time. I'm, I'm just um sketching some is that how you said sketching some context because you know it's not like you repeatedly dated this super uninteresting person it was the you saw her in the mall you're yeah. like oh one minute number i like her looks yeah one minute number boom okay here come to this birthday party and then you're like fuck now i cannot now, talk with now her. we're there and you know we're getting drunk and she seems like just not so switched on um and that's important for later actually so and i remember another kind of weird thing she said like I, I, she was attractive but not super hot or something and then she was like critiquing your girlfriend an actual model that her wrist size were too large Fucking to get into hell. like the real supreme brands like prada and gucci like oh you're not modeling dude because of your wrist size. i had forgotten that she said it to my my girlfriend at the time's face right yeah in her face like, at the it, table it was something like oh surprising that you're a model because your wrists are not small enough and we were all like what the fuck <laughs> yeah shut up like, uh, it's it's like a tiny wrists tiny wrists it's like a meme anyway um so yeah the whole night is degenerates we're all drinking smoking shisha and uh you know i take her home i was like oh but she you know she's young she's she's hot i, I just want to bang take off her pants and it doesn't smell too well so i'm like oh, oh <laughs> my <guess>. god <laughs> you know <laughs> <laughs> like okay oral is out of the question it's not gonna happen so we bang it's all good i use a condom next morning wake up we're spooning and you know you're rubbing against her and all that so mm. i get a hard on and, and we start fucking again i'm too lazy and too hungover to put a condom on so we actually fuck without mm. stupid afterwards <laughs> she's <laughs> you know we <laughs> come inside of her i'm like oh fuck and she's like oh did you put a condom on I'm like no She's like, oh, oh, shit. I'm like, yeah, do you take the pill? She's like, no. <laughs> no birth control. Okay, shit. So I ask her, like, hey, do you um, want to take a morning after pill then, maybe? And she's like, no, we, I can't do that because I'm in Kiev right now to go for a nose job. And I can't take hormones, fuck with my hormones before the nose job. So I'm like, okay, when is the nose job? She's like, tomorrow. So she doesn't want to take the morning after pill. Uh, we just, you know, did without a condom. So a month later, I'm like, hey, uh, how did it go? Like, I want to check up on mm. the situation. And she's like, oh, yeah, well, I didn't get my period yet. So I'm like, oh, it's a month <laughs> later. <laughs> 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 she probably should go check it. <laughs> so, you know, a, a week later, I check in. Like, it can be delayed. Yeah, you know, that happens with girls when they have stress and all that. Yeah. Like, sometimes it's delayed. So we like, I'm like checking, like, hey, did you do it? No, no, I didn't check. It's like, okay, oh, please just get it. Like, I'll pay for the thing, whatever. She, uh, I, I never paid for the thing, but 
okay, so she finally tests after me like asking for free time. She tests and it turns out she's pregnant. I'm like, damn it. She's oh, in man. Turkey. By then I'm in Vilnius, a uh, small, uh, co- like in Lithuania. We were there together, like yeah. building up building a company. Yeah. yeah. She's in Turkey. What happens? Like they just banned legal abortion in Turkey. So there's no way to do it there. And long story short, like the communication is super vague. Like I can't reach her all the time. I'm like trying to get some answers. I'm like, hey, maybe your family can help or this and that. Nothing works. I find out eventually that I can only ask her like one question at a time because if I ask two questions, no clear answer it's whatsoever. Information overload. Yeah. So, and it's super important. And I'm like willing to help. I'm like, hey, I, I, like I'm almost about to fly over to Turkey to get some clear answers because it's that vague. Yeah. But I remember because we were together most of the time. Well, I'll just say it already. I already spoiled it, but. Through most of the pregnancy, I was with you, and you were like becoming increasingly and increasingly <laughs> stressed and just like on the verge of a breakdown. And and I remember every time you texted or called her, you were you had to be super careful with your words because one, it had to be this sounds so bad, but it had to be simple for her to understand, and two, like the last thing you wanted was for her to be angry because then she probably just has your child and you're stuck with her forever. Yeah, yeah. So I had to manage it really well, exactly like this, <laughs> and it had to be super simple and focused. And I couldn't get her on a call even, but eventually I could finally. By the way, she never asked me for money, but I was just like, "Hey, I'm willing to pay for it. I'm willing to." But it was just so vague. So eventually, I uh, uh, I did call her, and I was like, "Hey, how's the relationship with your mom and family? Like, are they gonna freak out?" So it turns out her dad is like the patriarch of the family, very traditional, would absolutely ban a abortion, and it gets worse. Like she's uh, in her parents' health insurance. Yeah, still. I remember that she could she couldn't do it. Because yeah. the, the father would find out, and then it was a game over forever. Indeed, the, the father would get the bill, and it's like, what the fuck is this, a, a portion or whatever. So I was like, hey, how's the relationship with your mom? Is she more understanding? She was like, yeah, I think so. So she tells her mom, because I asked her to do it. Her mom also doesn't understand what's going on. So her mom just flies over all the way from the UK to Turkey to figure out, like, hey, what the fuck? Flies over, she's there, and uh, her brother finds out and, and breaks her... F- Tom, because he's all angry. So then she's just crying in an empty what room with the just a fuck? mattress in it. She's like, oh, I'm stuck in this room with just a mattress in it. And my brother broke my thumb. Uh, what? Phone or thumb? Thumb. The finger. Yeah, the finger. Okay. <laughs> what the hell? So, <laughs> you know, I'm like completely losing control. Her mom is upset too. Yeah, her mom told her brother he broke her thumb. Uh, mom flies back to UK. She's all stuck. I'm like super hopeless. And I'm so willing to just fly over and just fly her to another country to get an abortion but i don't want to do it because i'm just so nervous that i fly over i'm just stuck there in istanbul because she's so hard to reach like there's no clear answer from her whatsoever oh man (sighs) eventually the mom flies over again to pick her up to fly her over to the uk and just pays for the abortion so I'm safe. And at this point, how many months were they in? Because it was like the the last week they could do it or something. Indeed. It was like five and a half months or something. Like That's like... Yeah, she was pregnant. Oh, my God. Whoa. Use use a condom, kids. Yeah, when you tell these stories, I'm like... Oh, and that's why you're happy that you're in a relationship now. Whoa, yeah. 
Wow, that was a lot of stress. <laughs> <laughs> was it the top three most stressful situation ever? Oh, no. I mean, I'm way more afraid of heights. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> oh, this bridge is very high compared to almost have a kid with this person like you can't even communicate with. But that's the thing. If it's an unwanted pregnancy, that's the actual insight maybe. Like if it's an unwanted pregnancy and an unwanted child, it's most likely actually with the person that you're least likely to actually want it with. You know, because she's all this chaos and there's no mm. plan. And, you know, with a bit more reasonable person, a bit more put together, she would be like either taking really responsibility of the child or go for an abortion, but like a clear decision. And in yeah. her case, it was just chaos all over. And like the person, I <laughs> from the whole list, I would least likely to have a child with. And Oh, oh my God. Yeah. Whoa. And um, I remember through this whole process it was kind of horrible for you but every time you were talking about it i couldn't help but laugh a little bit it's like one of these things that guy friends do right if one of your friends is suffering the rest has to laugh like you feel bad for the person but you're also like <laughs> yeah yeah you were ripping me apart so it's like how my son would be or some degenerates or like me taking care of him or whatever hey dan your son's flying over he's gonna get a nose job just like mommy <laughs> Um, you remember when, when we were in Kiev, were you there at this point? I guess you were. I once had like a sort of a similar situation, but I used an actual condom and then, you know, after sex, we were just chilling and I guess I didn't pull out yet. And at one point, I don't know how many minutes later you pull out and I pull and I was like, whoa, the condom's not there. And I start searching the bed, can't find it. I tell the girl, she's like, what do you mean? The condom's not there? We start searching, we can't find it. I'm like, I, I mean, it must be inside you, right? Yeah, And <laughs> she, that happens. Uh, I'm like, would, would you mind checking? And she well, slides <laughs> her fingers big. inside and starts checking and she's like feeling around and she's like, nope, it's not there. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> Where is it then? It's a fucking condom, Houdini. It's not in the bed. Okay, she says it's not there. I mean, it's kind of a big deal, right? There's potentially a pregnancy, so I'm like... Oh, did you come yet? Yeah, I came. Right. I was like, it's kind of awkward, but would you mind if I check? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, my fingers are longer. <laughs> so you get your little miner's helmet on? like. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I just check with my fingers. But anyway, um, she's like, yeah, sure. And I go in there and I'm searching around and I feel it. I'm like, oh, thank God it's there. And I pull it out and part of the load is still in there, but part of, part of it seems to have come out. So I'm like, fuck, oh no. That's the worst. You do the responsible thing, you use a condom and then it oh. still kind of goes wrong. And she was not on the pill. That's what I found out then. Man, super annoying. And then stuff got more intense because I was like, should we do a plan B? And I already kind of hate asking this because it's, I know it's like a hormone bomb and it's just really not healthy yeah, for the girl. it's not good. Um, and she, she was like, don't worry about it. I mean, what else can we do? I'll get the plan B. And I was like, okay, I'm sorry this happened. But and yeah, thanks for doing that, I guess. Um, she goes home later in the night, whatever. Um, the next morning, 
because we were going to meet up more. She was nice. We got along well. The next day I see her. She comes back to my place. I was like, hey, how did it go? Did you take the plan B? And did you feel okay? And she's like, oh, no, I didn't take it. I'm like, well, <laughs> why? She's like, don't worry. I'm not pregnant. I can feel it. Whoa. Yeah. And then a little alarm bell went off in my head. I'm like, what do you mean you can't? That's not really how it works. I mean, I don't know. Maybe women, women have a superpower. To, maybe she can feel something. But I'm like, it doesn't sound very reliable. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> there's no science around this like this yeah if the woman feels it probably yes uh, yeah source female intuition yeah but so she's like don't worry i'm not pregnant i can feel it and um that was kind of weird i didn't really like that but i didn't really have a choice i tried to uh convince her to still take the plan b anyway on the second day i think you can still do it there's just a smaller percentage of chance that it works right Anyway, long story short, she left the country soon after and um, she didn't take the plan B. She kept saying that, like, she actually got mad at me and said, like, I can feel it. I'm not pregnant. And I was like, fuck, I mean, I have zero power here. What can I do? To make things worse, a little bit later, she blocks me. I cannot reach her anymore. And then I freaked out. I'm like, hey, (laughs) maybe we'll have a kid together. And I can't even contact you. So I texted uh, one of her best friends. I was like, how is everything with her? Do you have an update there? Blah, 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 blah. Nothing. Mega freaked out. So at this point I was like, okay, she probably realized that she is pregnant. And I don't know, she wants to shut me out of it. And she'll raise the kid or suddenly bring it. I don't know. I I couldn't reach her. I was just (laughs) completely shut out. Fucking, fucking scary. All my friends laughing at me, of course. So what actually happened, this is also kind of a fucked up place to find out, but I think about a month later, maybe a month and a half later, I was in a strip club. Young (laughs) baby dancing. uh. (laughs) 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 Looks a lot like me. No, um, in a strip club. I've only had been to a strip club once when I was a virgin when I went to Las Vegas and I got ripped off massively and I hated the strip club. But anyway, a friend... Um, I, ha- I met a German guy in Kiev and he was a big strip club fan and he mm. took me and all my friends there. And ever since that happened, one of my good friends that I was in Kiev with, he got hooked on strip clubs and kept going back all the time. So I went with him one time and um, the way he he saw it, it's like, I have to eat dinner every night, so I might as well eat it in the strip club. <laughs> He's mega loaded anyway. So it's all that reasoning. Yeah, so we, went, we all went with him and we grabbed dinner and I always feel a little bit uncomfortable in this trip. It's like, it's just not my environment. But so I'm there and suddenly this girl texts me. I don't know what it is, like midnight or something. She unblocks me and she texts me. I'm like, whoa, I had the same thing as you. Like, I have to really be careful with what I say because if she is annoyed by me and blocks me again, then I have no clue what's going on. I really want to know <laughs> if I'm going to be a father or not. So... um we chat a little bit. I don't immediately ask the question, but then I ask and um, she doesn't respond anymore. Like every response took re- it took really yeah. long and it took me, I think two days or something before I found out that she was not pregnant. And she also sent a photo of a pregnancy test. She got tested at one point and she was not pregnant. Um, I'm oh, never man. sure, but I, I guess I believed her. I was really happy. Uh, and I was like, I kind of gave her a little speech. Okay. I was freaked the fuck out. Like, why did you just block me everywhere and 
and do do that to me you know that's it's not like you know maybe they know like they have a sense of power there maybe but you know it's also our responsibility like yeah i mean the moment after you come like it's completely out of your control so i mean yeah. i'm obviously also an idiot to do that like you were way more responsible in that situation so yeah that's yeah. the thing i feel like i was kind of responsible but as you said i'm also an idiot because then i found out why she blocked me and everything oh it was not because we accidentally had the issue with the condom but <laughs> oh man i feel bad saying this but i had flirted a bit with one of her friends yeah and she yeah. was like hey we had sex and then you flirted with one of my friends that's not nice mm. block i guess fair enough but she knew that i would freak the fuck out because we just had this incident yeah. right and she did the pregnancy test and she's like uh you know i know i'm safe i'll just let the louis guys stress the fuck out and i was stressed the fuck out holy shit oh man yeah it can ruin your life or completely change oh. it but i mean we're just checking it from our perspective of course for her it's i would say way worse like you go to this whole yeah. bodily transformation with all the feelings and i don't know hormones whatever it does something to your attraction as well and then there's no guy to support you and all of that it's horrible um let Man. alone for the child i mean in my case i would never see the child like what am i gonna move to the other side of europe because no, I you, you would just lose just money impossible. i guess yeah like i can't do that yeah and for the the woman like then if she decides to do a plan b or an abortion or whatever that's like a big attack on her body and we're not involved in it well at the same time it's not our choice that's just how yeah. the biology goes and it like But I guess in your case, it was a little bit your fault. In my case, it's like we did the responsible thing and it still went wrong. Like, you know, when a condom rips and you didn't find out and it's like, fuck. I remember one of our coaches, he actually uh, had a condom rip during sex once with his friends with benefits and, you know, tense situation. And then he was like, okay, well, what to do? And she's like, well, we'll just have to see and test. And he's like, so they never had this conversation are you gonna keep it if it's a pregnancy? And she's like, yes, I don't believe in abortion. And they never had that conversation until that point. And then it's like, okay, well, luckily there was no, uh, you know, there was no kids, but with a pregnancy, she yeah. would have kept it just because of religion or conviction or the way she thinks, but it can also change after the fact, you know, she, she might say like, oh, I won't keep it gets pregnant all the hormones and all the feelings and yeah. her perspective just changes like it literally does happen that way yeah i oh i can 100 imagine yeah i think i had a similar conversation with a friend recently yeah holy shit but it, what are you gonna do are you gonna talk ab about with any friends with benefits you ever have you're gonna be like hey if ever anything like this happens what are we doing well, you kind of should actually yeah but and then at what point do you bring it up date one hour one I don't know, after sex. Hey, uh, what was your name again? <laughs> Sorry, what was it? Oh, so, oh, so. Anna. Anna, a hey, quick question. Should we ever become friends with benefits? And I accidentally impregnate you. You know, I tend to lip, rip a lot of condoms. Are you keeping it? <laughs> oh, yes. Actually, quick tip for uh, our listeners or viewers if you're on YouTube. I, I had this thing like these Durex condoms that at least in Europe, everyone's using them. They're so fucking garbage. For me, they ripped all the fucking time. And then it's like, yeah, the all, all the time you had a condom on during sex, if then 
it ripped in the last minute. <laughs> you had less pleasure the whole time <laughs> for no reason. But they ripped all the time. And um, what I do now is I always order these custom ones. You can choose your size and blah, blah, blah. They haven't ripped on me a single time. So... Shit, we should have a fucking sponsor right here. This hey, would be I, the I perfect had a segue. Huge condom side mailed me once to do a sponsorship. Damn, that would be the perfect segue. I like skin, you know, S K Y N. Yeah. And they're not ladies. I once had to use them oh, with. Uh, yeah, me too. I once had pulled a girl really hot, nice Brazilian. She's in my bed. <laughs> and it was like super clear. Like it's, it was going to be like a really late night Tinder day. It's like we met up at like 10 30 in the evening, went for alcohol, straight went to my ha- uh, house. She's great, gorgeous, nice body in my bed. And then she's like, oh, I have a latex allergy. And I was like, fuck, I just used up my last skin condom. You already had them? Why? I, I had them, yeah. I just bought a, a bunch. I was like, fuck, I just used it up. So, you know, we do all this other stuff. She ends up leaving eventually at like one or two. And I'm like, damn it. Then, you know, I roll over like a, a pants and I find there's still one skin condom where she's not allergic to. And I just die inside. Like, oh, I still had one. Oh, when she left. While she left. (laughs) Did you ever see her again? No, never. Oh, my God. (laughs) So painful. So painful. And I was just so certain I used them all up. because. But you got to have a few, actually. Like these latex-free ones for these situations. Well, but that's because interesting. Of course, she's not going to say it before. Like, hey, by the way, I have a latex allergy, so bring yeah. some skin condoms. Also, she should. I mean... Maybe uh, she should bring them just to be safe. Yeah. Well, I don't know. But anyway, funny that you say everyone should have a few of these. Because I have used them when I was in New York. And I guess this is like maybe almost 10 years ago. Has to be a little bit less. But I'll, at least five years ago. No, no, way more. Close to 10. Doesn't matter. 15, 12. <laughs> I was there. <laughs> and um, a girl that... Well, it's a long story, but a girl that we met invited us to a bar to meet some of her friends. And me and my buddy that I'm traveling with, we go to this bar. And when we came into the bar, him and I were just like instantly baffled. There was one girl, like to this day... Smoking hot. Yes, yeah, smoking hot. And I had a problem because my friend that I was with there is like this all-natural studs like just girls always want him yeah 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 and uh, i'm like fuck we're both single he's 100 gonna go for it and we already looked at each other you know when we came in and we sit down at the table and you do this look to each other we can do Did it for you YouTube notice? viewers we're like it's like Bruh. oh no and then and we both were like okay it's on right and i had one mega advantage there that night I had a disadvantage is that I was seated next to the girl that I already slept with the night before. Mm. We didn't have sex. Some stuff happened and I was seated next to her. And so she was probably kind of into me. And now there suddenly was this mega gem and my travel buddy, he was connected to no one. So he had the upper hand from the start. But it was a round table with, I think we were about eight people and you couldn't really publicly flirt with her. She was friend of all these people we knew. And it, it, yeah, it was one of these situations. You couldn't publicly flirt with her. Well, now what happened is this super hot girl kind of had a thing with some super hot guy that was, she was into him, but he didn't seem to get it. Hmm. It was one of these guys that just yeah. didn't get the signal. And she's like, 
how the hell do I make it clear then? And back in the day, I was already involved in the dating coaching and well, maybe some viewers don't know, but we we have a dating coaching uh, business and um, our, our whole niche and my specialty was always the online dating. And it was already like that back then. Mm. This was more the very early days of Tinder and stuff. Anyway, she's texting him and one of the girl that I know that invited us, right? That invited us to the bar to meet her friends. She's like, hey, Louis can help you out because he's like a master with all this texting stuff. No way, cool. Yeah, and I was like, sure, give me your phone. I'll help you out. And at the same time, like, fuck, I'm jealous of this guy that she's trying to make clear to this guy that they have to bang. She wanted because he was going to come to New York for a brief time, some whatever, modeling or acting shit. And then she wanted to bang him. And now I so was... So you're using her phone with Tinder on it to, for for this guy? It was uh, just normal messages. Oh, okay, right. Message or whatever. But yeah, I had to make sure that this guy wanted her and that it was going to happen. I was like, fuck, okay. Easy. But at the same time, it's kind of shit because I like her too. But yeah. the good part is mm. I uh, texted some shit. I explained why. And all the girls were super impressed. They're like, holy fuck, that is kind of brilliant. The guy reacts, great reaction and so on. But now that she had her phone whipped out anyway, I was like, hey, now that you have your phone out anyway, um, you should send me a text as well. So something along those lines. We exchanged numbers. And that was brilliant because now I had her number and my better looking buddy that I was with didn't have the number and we couldn't publicly really flirt with her. But now I was texting her while we were seated at this table. Kind of <laughs> both of us under the table. I could see her text a bit under the table and it was to me. And we went back and forth and it was on. And it's one of the situations where it's a forbidden love between yeah. quotation marks kind of thing. Cause that's powerful. Know, yeah. Cause we we're on the opposite ends of the table, quite a big table. So we look at each other the whole time, but we're just texting. We can't really talk. And, um, it goes well over takes. And at one point she's like, fuck, um, we can't really do this. Right. Cause my friend probably likes you. The one that I slept over yeah. with the previous day. I was like, fucking hell, this has to happen, right? I, I, yeah, I don't know the other girl very well yet. We didn't have sex. I didn't... Um, you're just traveling. Yeah, you're I'm in New York. I'm just traveling what up the there for like a week or something. Um, and at this, point, at this point, this girl was by far the hottest and popular, most popular girl I would have ever been with. Um, yeah, she's in some TV shows that probably every listener has oh seen. yeah i know i, I know yeah. but we can't say her name too well much. obviously yeah. but um so i'm like fuck no it has to happen and so we're texting and we agree over text that at one point we know everyone's gonna leave for dinner and that her and i would stay for like one more drink and one point someone's like hey okay we're gonna go for drink uh dinner is everyone coming and i'm like ah i'm not really hungry i think i'll just stay here for one more drink or she says it first i can't remember and the other person's like yeah me too i'll have one more drink and at that point, everyone's kind of like, huh, I guess they know what's up. But yeah, sure, they leave for dinner. And as soon as they leave for dinner, her and I kiss. And we walk to the back of the Damn. back of the bar. She kind of leaned into the wall. I pushed her into the wall a bit. We make out. It's super passionate. And since that day till the last day that I was in New York, we hooked up every day. And it was almost just me and my buddy exploring New York by day. In the evening, we shoot a text like, hey, what are you up to? I would go to over to her house. But I remember the first time I went there, it was clear that we were going to have sex. And then she had this latex allergy. And then she told me about the skin condoms and I had never heard about it. And I was like, oh, okay. Um, 
yeah, I guess I'll get it. And then I went into New York City like a maniac looking for this skin condom. I was like, fuck, I have such a crush on this girl. It's going to happen. I don't have the right condoms. Oh, no, no. I just remember that they were way more expensive than the normal ones. And I was mega broke traveling on the smallest budget in the world. But yeah, I got them and then that happened. And that is the only time ever that I've run into someone with a latex intolerance or, or what do you call it? Allergy. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah. super rare. Well, never had it since. Yeah. That, that's how I came with this story because you're like, I every guy it. should have some of them. I'm like, oh, I've actually never had it in the last 10 years. Yeah, maybe it's an exaggeration. I mean, it hap- you run into it, but it's pretty damn rare. But yeah, to have it, especially at home, like why not? Yeah, yeah. Like well, there's no disadvantage. Yeah, I love them anyway. But yeah, it should get sponsored by Skin. Do you use them when? Uh, Do you? Uh, when you, you suck dick? What? What? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I love them, <laughs> as if they feel so much better to you. I guess they I'm wearing them right now, like over my ball sack. <laughs> I'm a soft dick. <laughs> I thought we're gonna get a sponsorship this way. Also, yes. by the time this airs, we probably have like two hundred subs or something. <laughs> hey, yeah, yeah. That our listeners good. are dedicated uh, fuckers. <laughs> well, I was still thinking about like who the fuck gets dinner at the strip club. Like, I mean, if it's a really s- fancy strip club, yeah, great. But it's some saggy ass place, right? Like, mm. it's like, they have some shoes on the same place where i'm eating eating dinner from or it's uh, no i don't know they don't step on your fucking yeah but still it's a strip club like aren't they snorting coke from my lasagna (laughs) 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 so i've only been there a few times with this guy but he went because we lived in the same house he went almost every day he's a bit of a special guy but he's he's very efficient um, mm. And fair enough, he has some thriving businesses. And he's like, I have to eat every evening. I happen to love the strip club, so why will I not eat my steak in a strip club instead of in the restaurant? Yeah, no, yeah, I'm not judging. I think it's genius. <laughs> I just would never do it. <laughs> but I'll, I'll ask him if they snort coke of his lasagna or steak, and if they step on his table while he's eating. But yeah, I, I doubt so. it. No, no, no. He's fine. He's good. <laughs>